everybody should definitely come to Baltimore. We have a way of speaking to each other through food. It's really renewed for me, my love of what I do. It's going to take something far stronger than a pandemic to defeat us. All of these businesses are taking precautions to make sure that everyone is safe. We're ready. See what we've got going on. Plan your visit at Baltimore.org. Hello. Namaste. Welcome to Far From Fact. Join us, Keshav Naidu, and me, Hussein Mochan, as we solve pertinent world issues in an attempt to make the world a better place. Make the world a better place? Okay, we'll leave it the way we found it. In today's episode, we discuss seasickness, new high-risk business ideas, and the human digestive system while we accidentally unearth something profound. So, Keshav, recently I had a friend who visited the Elephanta Islands. And unfortunately, wow. he went there and he got robbed. So, wow. so have you visited the Elephant Islands ever? And got robbed? Either either way. I've not been to Elephant uh, as, as, as an adult. Okay. So, I have never been to the Elephant Islands. Oh. Is it? It's I caves, think, right? Ah, it's caves one. But uh, what's more beautiful is, I think, the vantage point. I mean, you get to see Bombay from a... From the other side. And I don't... It's just imagination, right? I don't know what it will be like now. I've Mm -hmm. seen it as a kid. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was great fun and, of course, a little bit of vomit and Mm. all that thrown in. That kind of a day. (laughs) Because of the (laughs) seasickness. You know know the kind of day. You'll remember it in pictures, not in your... You're not going to actively keep it as a positive memory. (laughs) So yeah, it's a, it'll be fun, I think. I'd love to go check those yeah. places out. On a weekday, ideally, mm. right? So, go on mm. a weekday, not in summer. Mm. You know, the best things... So, this is a theory I heard. The best times to visit places like this are, say, Ganesh Chaturthi, for example. Everybody's elsewhere. Yeah, everyone's at home doing... At least majority of the population. But is. I would say not sea-related. In, oh, in the case of Ganesh Chaturthi. the resurgence? Or before resurgence begins. Mm. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Because then... Yeah. Because then... <laughs> then you do your own resurgence. Yeah. <laughs> then, <this, laughs> then you think you've reached the island, but it's... It's a mukut. <laughs> you've, you're on a mukut. You, somebody, you've disembarked on... <laughs> on the... <laughs> on the trunk. <laughs> it is elephanta. <laughs> Of a different kind. (laughs) When did you first realize that you get seasick? So I don't, I I don't believe I get seasick. Oh yeah? I don't believe it. Uh, Because I, I think that was more, more to do with uh, greed on a picnic. You know, you you just pick out because you're like, hey, this, this and this. And then usually parents are... uh, not really watching mm. that closely mm. because there's a couple of families together. Mm. So, so you take advantage of the mm. their uh, the low monitoring. The low monitoring. Mm. So you've basically you've inhaled like things you should not. You know, 
food, ice cream, <laughs> juice, you know, very short amount of time. Okay. Which your body is not used to otherwise. <laughs> so, it thinks it's combined it with C. Yeah. <laughs> so then it's not going to, you know. So, the thing was, yeah. I never thought I was seasick. I would get seasick. Okay. Until I was out in the ocean, deep out in the ocean. Okay. So, maybe a good 20-25 kilometers from the coast. Okay. So, see, I have not done that. So, okay. I don't know. And so it wasn't the being in a boat that got me seasick. It's being in a boat and being stationary in the boat. It's the, the waves, the yeah, the constant yeah that really messes, messes you, up, you up, right? It's terrible, and you cannot stand. So when you say stationary, uh, the uh, twenty-five kilometer, you anchored twenty-five yeah. kilometer outside yeah. the coast. Yeah. And it doesn't need to so be was that this far. A, was this a cruise? It was a fishing kind of a... Okay. We were trying our... I okay. wouldn't say we fished. We okay. tried to fish. Okay. So, that is a great podcast we must do. Fishing. Fishing? Oh, man. I know so much about fishing. Because it, it deserves a, uh, an episode. We should fish. Or two. If not more. Hmm. We caught some sort of a catfish. Okay. <laughs> So, you know, it was, we went with high hopes, but I'm happy we caught something because then you get to take that and cook it at home. Versus if you don't catch anything, then you just puked and you came back home. (laughs) (laughs) So, at least we got something out. You just fed the fish. (laughs) You're like, here, I couldn't eat you, but you you eat some of what was in me. So, the, you watched, uh, you must have watched these shows where they go crab hunting and fishing in the seas in deepest catch or deadliest catch. Right, right. Where the trawlers, yeah, the guys yeah. with the trawlers go under, yeah, yeah. The thing, it's a very lucrative business. Yeah. If you get, if you are in the right time at the right place, yeah. you can make lots of money. Right. Which is why this that business attracts a lot of uh you know, people who think that, yeah, we just get go rich to it, kind of get the, rich, exactly. They've a, not yeah. been at sea, they don't know how difficult it is, yeah. and they go and do this, and they get hammered. They cannot even function, they are just lying in bed all Shit. day, because they've got that sick. So, I think seafood is, is an interesting thing, man. It's, mm. it's a fascinating thing, because as a concept, right, somebody ex- introduced me to this idea, which is quite a clever thought. It was during Ramzan actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there was a sandwich man in the office who used to come with a basket, and uh, I was quite curious. I'm like, "How are you doing this, man? Like, you're you're doing dealing with food and you're mm-hmm. fasting." Oh, the dealer, the sandwich, the sandwich guy. guy a, so he's wow. around food constantly. Mm. So I just like casually asked him. He was a nice guy, mm. an older man, very like guru-like thing mm-hmm. to him. Mm-hmm. So he says. You're not paying... He, he went on a tangent. He didn't answer the question. <laughs> like this podcast. <laughs> yeah. He just went on a tangent. Like, which is what stayed with me. He said, you know, you're not paying for the food. You're paying for labor. Wow. Okay. He's saying any food you eat, is, anytime... I agree. You're paying for labor. And I was like, that is a... It's a true... Profound. Yeah, yeah. But it's profound. Mm. 
So, so that's where you that's think where seafood, I feel seafood scores is. the highest. It's I think at the top of that pyramid. On, it's beyond labor. It goes into risk. Absolutely, yeah. it goes to risk of life. Yeah, somebody is risking their life for your food, food. for your taste buds. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's the other thing. You value it more when you know what goes into it. It's like, a horrible thing, but it's mm. like the risk and danger to human life can make food tasty. Okay, so Keshav, now that we have figured this out about humans, that this, the, this little nugget, this nugget <laughs> of the value of food or the taste of food being higher due to the risk taken to acquire it. I think it opens up many exciting business opportunities for us. <laughs> so, can you think so, of anything? I, I mean, so red, I mean, first thoughts are I mean, readily evil ideas, of course. Uh, so, like a like a sense of you must know that there was danger. So, there's manufactured danger, right? Or is it existing? Manufactured is manufactured. Yeah. At because the end of the day, the person getting you your seafood food is okay. Yeah. But but if, if that person was getting me pomfret fry, mm-hmm. but he's doing a wheelie <laughs> swiggy guy, which brings me pomfret while doing a wheelie. So, as per catch, plus, you know, whatever else happens. May or may not happen to the guy. Okay. So that means we now invent a delivery service that in addition to the menu items also has a different menu for stunts performed on the way by the delivery guy. Yeah. There's a a Motka (laughs) Kua. So Motka Kua is a globe of death. For example. Yeah, like a motorcyclist does that uh, just outside the McDonald's. Or KFC, he's picked up your burger, he does that quickly in the Mothka or the Globe of Death. Then he exits it, and takes on traffic, however, yeah. and then comes to you. Comes to you, okay. And so you've paid for that risk, his that. life danger to his life. And all of this is live streamed to you. On the Swiggy app itself. Or whatever this or new whatever app is. Whatever this yeah. new app is. Or Excellent. it could be... Uh, yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be... It could be a pyramid if you want... <laughs> like, if you want a catering for a party order. <laughs> you know, you... 50 people on... <laughs> on one bike. <laughs> on one bike. <laughs> bringing you all your food. Like a Republic Day parade, you know. We could... Those guys could come... They could out... I mean, they get work one day in a year or two days in a year. Republic Day, Independence, Independence. Day. Rest of the year, nobody asks about them. Nobody cares about them. This is great employment. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, I'm just hoping they don't work in the army. Are they army people? Uh, I don't know. Okay. They so may be. Oh, shit. <laughs> we may have to edit this. <laughs> So the thing that I've been thinking about is, say for example, uh, how people judge whether something can be eaten or not. Because I, and I've seen this, so say North India, South India is a big example, but then you look at regions, for example, you know, Indians, 
not only indians but i know that chinese people my brother he had a chinese roommate when he was in college and my brother is very like from adapts. china not Amer- not, not, not yeah, chinese yeah, yeah. american proper american he could hardly speak english that jinyang yeah <laughs> I, from silicon valley <laughs> so he used to cook his local food at home and my brother would leave the house because he not could the not house, stand the building the, the university yeah, yeah, that yeah. that area code you to leave yeah which is an extremely racist statement for me to say like each geographical thing that you add makes it more, more racist, racist. <laughs> so and he used to he then also used to say that their markets so when you go to these asian stores and all yeah they smell very different and for a Now, person from there yeah they love delicious. that smell that's a super point mm. right so one person's yummy mm. is another person's throw up yeah so which means that that that's why i think a lot of indian markets also are abroad mm. mm. i'm sure there are other communities that face the same problem with going to indian markets absolutely they're like, yeah. like i feel like throwing up yeah because mm. you know or jaljira smell which mm-hmm. which i think even in india does a divide mm. <laughs> right i mean some people like the taste mm. of or smell of jaljira mm. it's like it inherently it's like fart mm. <laughs> from the start it's like you know holding your nose against somebody's butt and saying now you fart <laughs> i will put it in a glass i will add soda and now i'll drink it <laughs> you know minus the visuals <laughs> it's okay because it's yum <laughs> there's also that no way sometime so they say that egg sandwiches often smell like fart yeah, rotten egg i mean uh, boiled egg boiled yeah. eggs boiled yeah, egg, yeah. Boiled, yeah. Eggs are, yeah. boiled eggs are yeah. boiled eggs have a fart egg salad egg sandwich they have it yeah readily there's mm. fart in it and you would if you're hungry and if someone has farted you would easily mistake it for a <laughs> sandwich yeah yeah so and i've noticed the other thing also with eggs hmm. is that the harder they boiled the worse it is oh yeah yeah so likely poached eggs a soft boiled egg does not have the same problem oh although i wonder why so i think you should think of the human digestive system okay <laughs> as an egg boiling apparatus uh, okay. <laughs> okay like a it's like a factory yeah like something you use to boil an egg okay where the digestive system is the tool used to boil the egg and the fart is yeah. the boiled egg <laughs> so what you're saying is that uh it's 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 being prepared in you yes <laughs> so the longer you hold in your fart right the closer it smells <laughs> to a hard boiled egg hard boiled egg once it's released wow <laughs> so you are now equipped to fool people into believing they're hungry yes purely based on how well you can control your farts super super <laughs> i love this theory i yeah so what what's a great place to use this uh, office canteen uh i'd say at maybe work, around lunch time yeah around lunch time and you know maybe uh, 
12:30 pm exactly just 30 minutes before, before lunch. lunch yeah so you get them hungry and i would think of it as when you want to But deceive people into believing that believing that so you also have to prep yeah so you also must have a well worked out fart by 12:30 <laughs> which means by 9:30 you must want to fart <laughs> so, so that you, you can cook it so that you can cook it <laughs> So it's a it's a well planned out uh, strategy. Strategy. It will it, it, enjoyable, fun, mm. and uh, and and uh, everyone benefits. Everyone involved in the prank <laughs> benefit. If it's a prank, I don't know. Is it a prank? Because <laughs> uh, it's not it's not for social good. Mm. Because they're deceived and they're not getting any food. Oh uh, no! So oh, that could be a good diet. Uh, No, there could be a good diet angle to that. So, so it's like a they they just think like, there's food and then there's no food. Yeah, and then they think food, they they get satiated with that thought, and <laughs> ends up that they were satiated by a fart. By a fart. <laughs> Done. Super plan. Like Doctor Fartkin. <laughs> Doctor Fartra. Doctor Fartra. <laughs> Okay, so that brings us to the end of another awesome episode. Yeah, that was a fun episode. Yes. So thank you for listening, everyone. Thank and you. We hope to see you again next time. Yeah, and uh, don't forget to subscribe. Thank you. family vacation my kids break into the can 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 we go to the theme park can we go to a ball game can we get snacks it can get expensive but at red roof we get a great price on clean comfortable rooms and wake up rested and ready to hit the road again this summer when we rest and repeat at red roof staying two separate times can earn us a free night plus ready reward members can save up to 20% with exclusive rates book at redroof.can i mean .com